0: Friends, welcome back to the Wild at Heart podcast here in the week of October 24th. And as you've been experiencing, we're trying to make a shift here. We want this to be a space where you are coming in out of the madness and into the presence of God. If you're in your car, if you're at the gym, wherever you are, that this is time out of the crazy and time into Jesus. So we're just gonna start with breathing. And we're gonna release everything to Jesus right now your day, what's behind you, what's ahead. Let's take a moment right now to let it all go. And then Jesus, what we pray is that we want you. We pray to find you today. We pray you'd meet us right where we are. Meet us today. Restore our life in you. In your name, amen. Well, friends, we are starting a new series here our listeners might recall that we did this about a year and a half ago. We did a series on Jesus stories back in the summer of 21. And it's time to circle back around because we just wanted to open up again how beautiful life with God is in all of the intimate and the small and the large and the significant. And I'm delighted to have in the studio with me Stacy. Hi there. And our friend, Gloria. Hey. Because the gals are coming in off of a captivating retreat where there has been a lot of Jesus sightings. (laughs) (laughs) And as we tell these stories, what what we want to do. So here's where this was born in my heart. I was telling a friend the other day about an intimate moment that I had had with Jesus recently. And they said, oh, that opens up possibilities for me. Mm. Thank you for that story. I didn't know he did did that, (laughs) Mm -hmm. or I didn't know that was available, (laughs) or wow, I just had never thought about my relationship with him like that. So Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, Hebrews 13.8. So we wanna tell some Jesus stories as a way of just opening our hearts up to him enjoying who he is enjoying kind of his personality and how he works but also also as threshold into some new things for for all of our listeners so starting just coming out of a retreat we're just so fresh from whoa he did this and he did that we saw this but he was working even prior to the retreat
1: oh boy was he
0: clearing clearing your calendar Gloria?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It was uh, way back in May of this year, and I had been invited to speak at a conference in the first week of October. For work? For
0: work. Okay.
1: And I had already said yes and been scheduled in, and it was not too long after that. It was already into June, but just a couple weeks later, and just going throughout my day and um, the normal things of the day, work, cooking, cleaning, taking care of kids, and I just heard Jesus say, cancel that. And I'm like, really? He said, cancel it. He goes, look, go look at the calendar. I look at the calendar and I, I went, okay, October 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th. And uh, and I I said, okay, why? And he goes, look up captivating. And I looked it up, and sure enough, same dates. And I said, Jesus, I'm not scheduled to be at Captivating. I haven't been invited yet. I'm, you know, I'm often there, but haven't been invited yet. And um, I've already committed to this. And he said, cancel it. Mm -hmm. So I called up the leader of the conference and said, I'm sorry, I need to cancel. And then the next day— I was um, called and asked to lead the intercession team, <laughs> and I just had such a good laugh, right? Yes. Um, just the grace and mm. kindness and love of God to s-
2: say, you know, just do this in advance. It'll it'll make it easier trust for you. Trust me. Just yeah. trust me. Trust me yeah. on
0: this one. And yeah. then
2: how confirming of the decision of whether or not to say yes to to go to captivating when he said, oh, you're going to need that time. It's,
0: yep. it's hard to— say, okay, Lord, when you don't have the invitation yet, the other invitation, right? Correct. It's just pure.
1: Yeah, and I I believe I even told Greg, I was like, so I just canceled the conference in lieu of captivating, of which I have no idea if I'll be there. Yeah. (laughs) And we, you know, we both laughed and said, okay, well, Jesus, it's in your hands. And so there you go.
0: Several years ago now, a big church invited me to come. Speak at their Father's Day weekend stuff, the services and the things they were doing for men and dads and that kind of thing. And I lo- I like these guys. It's a good church and it's thriving and and we have a good friendship with them. And I just felt like, yeah, I want to do this. I, it's it's a no brainer. I I fit well in that slot. Like yes, yeah, speak to men, speak to fathers. Yeah, I'd love to do that and I'd love to be a blessing to you all. But we've learned to pause and ask, and Jesus said, no. Oh, dear. I, I know, because mm. actually there was a, there was also a little bit of, they had done some kind things for me mm. in the past, and I felt like, ooh, I really, I, I feel like I want, but I also need mm-hmm. to kind of come through for them on mm-hmm. this. Um, ask again, Jesus says, no. And so I had to call them up, and say, I'm so sorry. I don't know why, hmm. but Jesus is not giving me permission to come. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm I'm, I'm sorry to let you down. And it was that weekend that my father passed away.
2: Oh, oh my goodness! Oh, wow.
0: I couldn't have known that. And he's not going to tell me that's coming. No, right? He just says, Hey, you need your weekend huh. clear for this. Don't don't book anything. Hmm. I'm like, okay. okay. I just I just will trust that. Wow. Right? Hmm. I love that about him, and he's done that quite a bit. So
2: many times.
0: For us over the years. You know, there's been beautiful vacations that we're absolutely sure that Jesus wants to do again the next year, right? He'd just go, reboot. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, no, and we go, wah. (laughs) And then like a wildfire rips through Colorado, and we would have been right there in the middle of that forest if we'd have been there that weekend, Mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. So anyway, Jesus gets the conference started for you in June by saying clear, clear schedule, and then the next day you get the invitation to lead the I-team.
1: Which is also his grace in that, because usually we don't schedule that component of it, who's going, until... Sometimes the end of August, right. So it was really well far in advance, so it was really kind of him oh. to that I that one he told me to cancel and then two the the actual schedule yeah, came into fruition is, quickly. It
2: was just some kind
0: it is kind
2: really mm-hmm. kind. I'm really struck already that there's a couple of different kinds of Jesus stories. There's the kind where he just inserts himself, you know, where he just jumps in. And then there's the kind that come because you've cultivated your ability to hear Him mm. and time of asking. You know, that that doesn't necessarily come immediately, but it increases. Yes. So how important is that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I That was so much
1: on my heart recently of um, just having Jesus before me at all times no matter what I'm involved in, whether it's cooking, cleaning, taking care of the boys, work, um, Mm. exercising, I mean, all of those daily things, um, just having Him before me and both giving my attention, inclining my ear, Mm. turning my head, it says that in Psalms 45, three different ways, just attuning all my senses to Him, Mm. just allows me that um, much more fine tune awareness when he wants to say something, yes. and that that way, when it comes in those daily nuances, I'm much more quick to stop and go. Oh, wait, I'm doing laundry. Hold on, he just might have said something. Let me just check in with him, and how tangible that is. And then um, recognizing, in addition to those daily things that you're involved in, that Jesus never neglected his time with God. Right. He always, always mm-hmm. found time to go away. Even when um, he had people and pressures and places he was supposed to go and things he was supposed to do, they'd say, where'd Jesus go? He's, yeah, he's where'd he go? God. Yes." And that, that presence with him mm, that—, that um, that glory time that he had with God. And and because of that, what I've just been digging into is that it's his face that goes before us that Mm -hmm. we're able to then see clearly and then hear because of his mercy and compassion and um, being able to speak his name, I think, opens up the the field to really hear him. Mm
2: -hmm. Yes.
0: And then you go into a time like a retreat that you were just at where it's really concentrated Giving Jesus your attention, giving Jesus you're dialed in. Yes. And then you get to see him do some really beautiful things. I'd love to hear a few stories from, from the retreat.
2: There's so many. <laughs> I know. I know. I kind of want to start with this one that is just about how he comes through his words. In praying before the retreat, Alex, on our team, heard that we were going to be light that light was a really important theme for this retreat. And, you know, yes, let there be light, and you are the light of the world, and all of that. So you're just going, yeah, 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 light. I don't know exactly all that means, but I I get it that it's going to be important. Then the first day of the retreat on the Bible app um, came this verse. I'm going to read it because it's just so fun. Here's another way to put it. You're here to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world. Okay, so in addition to being so affirming, it just cracked up at that. Yeah. Is that last part where it says, you know, by opening up to others, because in our sharing, every woman on our team shares, tells a story from their life, very vulnerable. And it was an encouragement to say, by opening up to others, you're going to prompt people to open up to God. Mm. So it gave so much hope. And I just love the way he goes, here. Boom! This verse today, you all need this.
0: Yes, yes, and that's just your daily fee. You get yeah, a verse this, every yeah, day, exactly. And, yeah. yeah, and it was that day as the retreat starts, uh-huh. and then he puts you on a stage. Yes, exactly. To bring light, let the light shine. Yeah, to His let the light, light shine. Yeah.
1: Well, and I I crack up about that one because I didn't know that Alex had that word. Uh huh. And then that was the verse that. I sent you in the morning. Yeah, she sent it to me, and I'd team. already read it. What? And, I thought. and she had already read it. Uh-huh. And so just his, <laughs> just his sense of humor yes. and intention to hit the nail on the head yes. for us in yes. our time of intensity with, you know, wanting to hear from him. And, yes. and he just aligns it so perfectly.
2: He yes. does. He does.
0: Earlier this year, uh, my mother passed away. And that very day, the daily reading was about Jesus coming for the children. And then the verse that I had that day was about God's care. You know, though my mother and father abandoned me, you will never abandon me. Oh my goodness. There was just so many Mm. immediate pieces of care Mm. that Jesus orchestrated around that for me. I, I love, love, love that about him. Here's a verse here's a song, here's a sermon, Here, you know? Yes, yes. just in
2: the
1: moment. Yeah. Yeah. And if his presence is always with us, then isn't it incumbent upon us to open our eyes, Mm -hmm. to incline our ears, to listen? Mm -hmm. And he goes, yeah, it was there all along. In part, um, he's waiting for us to see and hear from him. He's not holding those gifts back from us. Yes,
0: yes, yes. So this is what's fun. Listeners, this is why we're telling stories, and we're going to start this week, and we're going to do a few weeks of this, is you can start watching for him. Yeah, yeah. Like, start looking. Where, Where is Jesus? Where is he moving? What's he doing? What's And it, it, it becomes part of the romance with him, part adventure, a lot of joy.
2: A lot of joy, and let it ignite your heart for the possibilities to, to ask for it. To ask for the ice to see, to just come on and break through. Be loud for me, God. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to tell another fun story. In fact, I'm just going to read a little note that a woman wrote to me after the retreat. She said, God brought to my mind a memory of when I was a little girl, and I asked to hold my dad's hand, and he said no. My dad loved me, but he didn't enjoy physical affection. I learned that I needed to not touch or be touched to show love, and I built walls to shield myself. This has created battles in my marriage. On Friday morning of the conference, in this song, We Dance, which we played, I saw Jesus inviting me to dance with him. He took my hand, and we danced. In my covenant of silence, Jesus lifted that barrier of touch. I broke the agreement. That I don't enjoy touch. Jesus will always take my hand when I ask him. Mm. Simple and so powerful.
0: First off, healing from the past. How healing. And then healing for the future. That is going to change their marriage. Oh,
2: just imagining her going home and reaching to hold her husband's hand. Like, Wow. The beauty of that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just one story. I have a stack of about 200, but I won't read them all. (laughs) There was another one
1: that um, one of our team members told us about. She was just walking outside during a covenant of silence and came upon a woman and was going to just go right past because it was a covenant of silence, and it was near the, the very end of it, and the woman looked up and said, I just don't hear his voice, never have. And so the team member sat down with her and, and just looked over and said, What if he did? What if you did? And immediately the woman broke and started crying and looked up at her and smiled. And she said, It's been 68 years mm. for that to come.
2: Mm. Wow. And it was that simple. That simple. Mm. Oh. That's just asking stunning. a question. Yeah.
0: Okay. Let me just give our listeners a quick many people struggle. To hear the voice of God or or to enter into something like, wait, what? Like you saw him dancing with you? I would love for that. Be careful that you don't have agreements that that doesn't happen for me. That's right. I've just met so many men. So many men and women hear his voice for the very first time in their lives at our events. And it's because we break the agreements that I don't hear God. Uh, and it just opens up. Wait a second. I'm not I'm gonna break the agreement that God doesn't seem to speak to me or I don't seem to hear or I'm not spiritual in those ways. Or yeah. And and you understand, I mean, you break that agreement and it opens up the possibility. And then for her, it was almost instantaneous. Yep.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's so important. That's so important. I had a I had a fun thing about a month before the retreat. Um, God impressed upon me to bring a certain ring that I own. That he had it as a gift for someone else at the retreat, and um, at first it, okay, I wasn't like yippee, I get to give this ring away. No, you see, I like this ring. I I have this (laughs) ring for a reason. It's really, really pretty. But he didn't like it. It started to burn. It was like, yeah, I really need to. So I brought it, and I was excited about. Who, who is it that you have this ring for? And on Friday, he pointed out the woman that it was for. And I then looked for an opportunity that I could give it to her. And there just wasn't an opportunity until Saturday night. We were having an extended time of worship. And he said, Now, give it to her now. And I hesitated. Awkward. <laughs> it, it was awkward. I hesitated for a little bit. Like, Ugh. first, it's kind of embarrassing and risky. And second, did I mention I like the ring? And, <laughs> and I felt like I had permission to, to keep it, and he wasn't going to be mad at me. Right. Or to partner with him, and he had something in mind. So I chose him. And he said, do it now. So I went to find her. And she was, she wasn't like standing by herself. She was, she was embedded in the room, you know? (laughs) She (laughs) was surrounded by people. Yeah. So I had to like reach over and touch people and say, would you get her attention? And so she came out, we went outside, and I just told her the story that got impressed upon me. To give you this ring, it's one of mine, and he wants you to have it. And she put out her hand, just she, without looking, put out, and it, I slipped it on. It fit perfectly. Oh, wow. And then I just pointed out, "There's some roses here," and she went, <gasps> <gasps> just this immediate visceral reaction. And I, <laughs> I sillyly said, "I hope it's meaningful to you." She couldn't speak, and she just was able to choke out in more ways on more ways than I can say. So I was so happy. I, I don't know the story, <laughs> yes. but I do know it was right to partner with him. And um, who knows what he's going to do with that. Right, but That was fun. Right.
0: Oh, I love those. I love those. Okay. So off retreat story for a moment, but paralleling that, I, I need a new mountain bike. I've needed a new mountain bike for a while, um, but life and busyness and whatever. Um, so I began to pray about it. I'm like, Father, I really, really would love to get a new mountain bike. What do you think? Are you in that? Like, is that what you have for me? And he says, wait. And then months go by, and he keeps saying, just wait, just wait. And then this weekend, it was Saturday. I'm fussing around the house doing some projects, and he says, now, go to the bike shop. I'm like, "Really?" cuz I've laid that down. Like, I'm I'm good. Like, I don't And he's like, "No, no, no. Go go down today." And it was late in the day. So I go down and they are having a sale <laughs> on the bike I want. On the bike you want. And it is like scandalously It reduced price. I just I just cracked up. I'm like, you are kidding me. Here is the bike. Oh, Oh, that's so good. And it was last year's model, I guess, because they were like getting the new model. Oh my gosh, they just gave me a phenomenal deal on this bike. And the salesman was cracking up at my joy in it. (laughs) Yeah, he gives good gifts. He does. What do you have for me, Lord? Or Mm. what do you have for someone in my life? Mm Yes. Yes.
2: Yeah.
1: And that's sometimes the way to take a step into it, right? Because it mm. it's hard to hear for yourself often, um, especially if they feel yes. like they're weighty decisions. Yep. Um, but to help on them, to listen on behalf of another, to gift on behalf of another. Yes. Um, you knew that that ring was going to be good. You weren't sure if it would be the thing. Yes. But y- you could
2: yeah. you could have confidence
1: nice that it's a nice yeah. ring. Uh-huh. So there's, you know, those are sometimes some really fun steps to take. And then he confirms it in such beautiful ways. Yeah. They go, oh, I did hear. I did hear. Yeah. And that's a really fun way to step into it.
0: Yeah. Okay. It's normal to have some doubts around hearing. So the two of you told me a very beautiful story that's got kind of a funny part to it with you, Gloria, about, was that really Jesus? I really hope that was Jesus.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, Stace, yeah. I you know what you're praying. talking about.
0: You were praying for a woman? Well,
2: a gal a gal um, came up to me to ask for prayer because in her life, she is stepping into her calling in a big way. And, um, and in that, stepping out into who God's called her to be and what he's called her to do, the spiritual attack had really increased in her life against her marriage and against her son, and it had, it had incited a lot of fear. So I sat down with her and um, began to pray, but I felt like, oh, I, sa- I need some more big guns over here. I need some help with this one. So asked if I could get Gloria, if she was comfortable to have Gloria. So anyway, I invite Gloria over to come pray, and she doesn't know this woman at all. Nope, Nothing. But, but I sat down to pray with her,
1: asked if I could lay hands on her. She said yes, and just immediately had this massive download of all these um, words and, and pictures, visions for her. And they were detailed and fairly intense and gave those to her and then blessed her and you know said, in the name of Jesus, may anything that's of the Holy Spirit stay. And if it's not, that can just leave and— get up and walk away. And then, you know, that day. And she then... has
0: a visceral reaction. Though. Okay. Oh, yeah. Let's yes, just say yes. she was
2: doubled over crying. Doubled yes, over as crying. I, as I was praying. As you were praying. Words. And then she prayed a certain thing about just a vice, a clamp coming off of her neck. And she just shoots up and takes this big, deep breath. And the sobbing stops and yep. the breathing starts coming. It was pretty powerful. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then and then some opening up into some visions of this place of freedom and ability to see and ability to have effect, and um, and it was very specific. And so you do that, and you um, pray and bless it, and walk away, and then you think. I hope that landed correctly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I really hope that was you, God. I hope
1: that was you, God. And you're trusting Him in that, but there's your own place of faith to say the things that He lays on your heart to say. Yes. And you do. And this doesn't actually—hasn't changed in my my experience in this. There's such a humbling of yourself in order to offer that up and then to check back in with Holy Spirit to say— was that what you was that what you had and mm. I and I give that over to you and mm. he he said yes but there's still this like wow well I don't know anything about her and I sure hope that landed well. <laughs> so the next day um he in it was towards the end of the next day he said I want you to go over and um check in with her. And so I go over to check in with her and I, she barely sees me and says, "Gloria," shoots out her hands, throws her arms around me. And she just said, "You have no idea. You have no idea. It, it was all. It was all. It was all right. It was all good. It was all him. I, I can't. You know." And she just kept going on and on. Then I laid my. She said, "Lay your hands on her again. Lay my hands on her again." And she just like melts oh. into into the what Jesus and Holy Spirit and Father had for her. And, mm. um, and you know, again, I had no inkling of her story. And so He moves in wild and miraculous
2: and crazy, crazy ways. Fabulous ways.
0: Okay, we're just going to take a pause, everybody. Uh, We're just going to take a moment here and let your soul catch up with these stories and with what Jesus is stirring in you right now. Just take a moment and then we'll come back. come back to the story uh, of praying for this young woman and the breakthrough that she had, because that can be so filled with heartache for people listening. I have a story and the story is years ago, I was reading a book. I'm pretty sure it was one of Leanne Payne's books on healing prayer. She was a a great teacher and advocate of inner healing and healing prayer listening prayer and she tells a number of beautiful stories like the one you just told in the book and i was so filled with longing i'm like jesus i would love that i had never experienced that mm-hmm. in my life that was a brand new thing for me and i didn't have anybody we didn't know anybody in our circle to offer that to us i, I didn't i didn't know at the time and so i just i just i just ached
2: Yes. And Mm. I breathed
0: a prayer. I Mm. can remember where I am in my car to this day. Wow. That I prayed that prayer. What'd you pray? Jesus, I would love that. Mm. I would love that. Okay. Now, a year goes by. So it's a year, but I meet a man who is extraordinarily gifted in this kind of prayer and of walking with Jesus and he prayed for me. And I had one of the biggest breakthroughs in my life. And I remembered, I'm like, oh, you did it. Mm-hmm. You, you swung back around. Oh, <laughs> you didn't forget me. <laughs> like the mountain
1: bike, but different. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Thank you, God. Thank you. And then, and then pursuing it and, you know, has obviously opened up a world for us it personally experiences yes. and, and at retreats. I had a few encounters with women at the retreat because I was only there for just a moment. But the story that one woman told me, I love Jesus stories. She and her husband had gone through a really brutal divorce, but he was still involved in the life of their children, gratefully. And he had gone to some event for his son where they handed out—I don't even know—you th- know—the details of this are not important. Someone got a copy of *Wild at Heart* into his hands. He reads *Wild*, and this is the woman telling me at the retreat. Yes. And the first part of the story is really tragic, but she doesn't look sad. So I'm like, okay, I think this is headed mm-hmm. somewhere good because she, her eyes are bright. She's got uh. this big grin on her face, and she's like, "He read it, and then he read *Captivating*, and then he called me, and they were remarried." I, I guess recently. Wow! And and just the the shining countenance to go. Oh Jesus, there you are again. There you are again, which made me think of another wild story of how Jesus has used books and mm-hmm. things. You know, podcasts and songs and scriptures. We got a letter from a soldier that was fighting in Iraq. He's in an actual firefight. They're fighting outside Baghdad in the desert, and he looks down, and there is a copy of Wild at Heart in a baggie. (laughs) What? Like a protective baggie. (laughs) Laying by itself in the desert. <laughs> oh my goodness! And, in the desert. In the desert. And <laughs> like manna from heaven. Yes. And he, <laughs> he 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 just shoves it into his jacket. He's compelled to do that for some reason. And they go on and and then you know, they when they regroup as a company, he starts asking. He's like, "Hey, who who lost this book? Hey, I found this book out there. Whose book is this? You know, and no one claimed it. It was that kind of thing. And then God used it mm. in his life. Mm. In a powerful well, wow. it, tra- it transformed his life, yes. which is why he wrote to tell us the story. Oh, but wow. <laughs> and again, I want to say, Jesus Christ is the same. Yeah. Yesterday, today, and forever, like he still acts, he still moves, he still speaks, he, he still, still invades. He does.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I had this moment where um, sometimes when I'm out and about, I hit a wall. And I just—I'm done. I might be at the front of the grocery store paying for my groceries, and then I remember that I didn't buy milk, which is at the way back of the grocery store. And I just can't do it. Nope. Just Just, done. I'm done. I'm I'm done. I'm checking out. And I don't recall where I was, but um, I was emotionally vulnerable, and I hit a wall— And I just needed to go home. I just felt the pull. I just need to go home. I need to be with my family. My family is where I'm going to be safe again. And, you know, I'm not, I don't suffer from anxiety, but I think I I hit it. I had a little taste of it at that time. So I get in the car, I turn on the car, and a man's voice says, Let me be your hero. (laughs) I'm
0: serious. On on the radio? Yes.
2: Yes. (laughs) It's a song. I never heard it, but this man's voice says, "Let me be your hero," and uh, <laughs> and then it's it's an Enrique Iglesias song, oh my goodness. and it starts with him saying that, and then it goes on, you know, this song about wanting to be your hero. But it didn't matter. Jesus invaded just mm-hmm. and caught me just in this moment, Stacy. You don't need anything really or anyone else, I I want to catch you. Mm. I've I've actually never heard it again on the radio. I had to look (laughs) it up. Let me be your hero? Come on. Mm. Yeah.
1: One of the ways that I love interacting with Jesus is through things that that I love, things that just awaken my desire. And I love so much to go mountain biking, as many days a week as I can get. Twice on Sundays would be great. (laughs) And um, my son Blaine loves mountain biking as well. And he was able to save up enough money to get a new mountain bike um, this summer, which is just his love language as well. So I had already done two hours on my mountain bike. And I get home and he says, Mom, do you want to go mountain biking with me? And I say, I might need some caffeine, but yes. And so we go um, down to Ute Park uh, mountain biking. It's, it's single track, and it has some blacks and blues, and it, it has some good intense rides. And um, so off we go mountain biking, and it's just a glorious day. And we have so much fun. And it's um, it's it's hot, and it's lovely, and just all the the good um, the good things that we love about my, mountain biking. Muddy too. We got really muddy. Um, and so that's just something that the two of us do together and love. And then fast forward uh, a month or so, and he happens to um, injure himself at football and break his clavicle and need surgery. Mm. And, and I was actually out of town for work. And um, especially in my my work is uh, you know, being able to help him with some of those orthopedic medical issues. It was just such a pain point. Um, but in that just part of the jesus story is that just getting home and him allowing me to to take care of him and just leaning into the voice of god for my son in his moment of need and and he's 17 so there's a there's a space of um independence and he's got it and he he has strength and then there was this beautiful leaning into him Asking mom for help in the midst of his injury and um, just loving the way that, I, you know, just leaning into Jesus to hear how I could walk with him in this place. Um, and then and then looking back and saying, oh, but you gave us that mountain biking trip mm. and just... Um, Listening to the Jesus saying, "Yes, go with him. Yes. Go with him." because yes. it would have been so easy in that moment to say, "I just went on a two. I went on an extra long ride." Yes, like it might have been longer than two hours. I think I got a good thirty-three miles in, and and it could have been just no. And I I actually did stop, ask Jesus, "Do you want me to go?" Yes. Yes. And. And that time now is so sacred um, and we wouldn't have had that for the rest of the summer.
0: Yeah, and into the fall, his recovery and all that. Yeah. So friends, again, we're just talking about Jesus and what he's like and how active he is in the little things and in the big things, in healing and memories and in reconciliation and, and in joy, like mountain bikes. So we're going to keep going next week with some other members of the team and some new Jesus stories and just hope you find this to be really inviting. Inviting. Yeah, really inviting.
1: Let that longing be the prick to ask Jesus to come into that space.
0: There you go. There you go. Before you move on to the rest of your day, what Gloria just said, let that longing move you to ask.